welcome to season five, episode ten of Scott Survive Survivor. My name is Brandon Weber, and today we'll be talking about episodes eleven and twelve of Survivor Thailand. A closer look, and a big surprise, and another. And <laughs> that sounds like three titles, Brandon. Yeah, where did the, the second title ended at? A big surprise. A big surprise, mm-hmm. and another. Yeah, that should be in the next episode. It should. Scott is here, and obviously. one more. He's Hello. jumped in. How are you, Scott? Hey, everybody. I'm doing really well. Thank you for asking. Yeah. How are you? Doing great. Excited to oh, talk good. about this. We're down to the final five in Survivor yes. Season 5, Final Five. We only have one original tribe left after this episode, or after the episode 12. We only have the, one... che- we only have the Chewy Gons left. Oh, yes. Yes, Soup yes. Chai. Soup Chai had seven consecutive people voted out it's insane it's insanity uh, especially just because of the big game they were talking and the dream i really team. thought yeah they were the dream team uh i think we get a lot of a lot of we see a lot of the cracks and and soup in this episode as as they they even themselves were or in the recap episode as as they even them, them, themselves were doubting the uh how how just how good of a dream that team was yeah maybe the dream it started out good started out with the lead but then it it all came crashing down and we only have the chewy gons left so maybe they'll rename the merge tribe back to chewy gone after this episode (laughs) yeah you're right there's there's no merge anymore what that's true yeah Um, i wouldn't it wouldn't take very much to change it back to the old name. They're already using one of the words from it. They're using half of it, yeah. So let's dive into this recap, which I think had a, a little more new stuff than we've grown accustomed to in the first few seasons. And But we'll still try to kind of be relatively quick with it because we do have some stuff, some family stuff to get to in the next episode. That's uh, right. It'll be pretty exciting to talk about. So... Um, Basically, this recap goes through like the whole season up through uh, the vote out of Penny in the last episode, and I'm I'm looking at my notes. Uh, for, I guess to start, do you have anything that was like big in the recap for you that you wanted to cover? Uh, I think Clay. We we talked about Clay's love and insistence on talking about butts in the last episode. And that was just more confirmed in this episode. Yes. And it's just made for some weird scenes where also people seem to be okay with it. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand what's going on. I don't get it. I want to get a video of his wife watching (laughs) this. Right. It made it even weirder that we see his wife so much in the the next next episode. episode. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That stood out to me too. Um, I think they go a lot into um, Gandia, Gandia's personality, and I, yeah. I, I always, I just love Gandia, and it's, it makes me so, it makes me so frustrated. Like this is the what recap happens? is something that I mostly skip when I do like rewatches, and like seeing this stuff with like Ted being like the cameraman for her like fake modeling. Dream, oh my gosh! It's like. And then he's like gonna say that he's like not attracted. It's like so weird. I think he does find her attractive, and it's just very odd to me. Yeah, it it definitely highlights. I would say more than than the actual show did. Like how close they were becoming, like exactly as friends. Right. Yeah, and it it just makes it seem 
so much worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is hard to watch. Yeah. Um, something that did stand out to me that was also in the actual episode um, was when Clay is talking about like Gandhi is screaming and he's like, if that that would be my two year old, that that or he's like, one time that happened to my two year old, and I got up and I whooped him and I went back to sleep. That it didn't. I don't think it. Maybe we talked about this, but it didn't strike me uh, how horrible that is. It's a two year old. Like that's just what they do. It's mm-hmm. a two year old. It's gonna it's gonna fuss. It's gonna yell. Like, did you did you catch where Clay said he smacked the two year old? Was it on the butt? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, Clay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's start from the beginning here and uh, pick pick up some things along the way. Yeah. I definitely noticed here. I wrote it down with many exclamation points. They have flint. They have flint on day yeah, one. They're they making totally a do. fire, and so the mystery is solved. They were just given flint at the beginning of the season for some reason. It's like this is something that you don't advertise. Like you advertise, like oh, they're they're not gonna have any food this season, and also we're gonna we we are gonna give them flint and make that part easier for them. So <laughs> there is that. They're not gonna say that. No, no, they never said it. But um, they don't even mention it. But it was a big part, it seemed, of why uh, Pastor John was the first person voted out because he kept telling people to like go go. We need more dry stuff. Go get some stuff, and everybody's like especially clay is like why aren't you helping us get some dry stuff like why do we have to do all the work right yeah we we definitely got a lot more uh of pastor john in this episode maybe than we even got in the real episode yeah i was looking at like how long it had been in the episode and like pastor john segment was like so much of the recap and i was like how are we like they must breeze through the rest of it, but there's actually still a lot of good nuggets along the way for the other people. Yeah. I'm sure this is something that like was on the cutting room floor and they really wanted to keep in this stuff with John because it really does help justify why he got kicked off more than just like a, an offhand joke he made. Well, not offhand. He, yeah, it was premeditated right. and cold blooded. Um, <laughs> but it was not like just the badly received joke, but right. it's the intro episode. So they have so many other things to cover and it's, it's harder to focus on a story like that. Well, they're introducing us to 16 people and they had the twist where they're picking the tribes and doing all right. that. And that probably took like 20 minutes out of the, the hour episode. So, um, yeah, definitely makes sense that they had some John stuff to show us in this episode. Um, uh, moving forward, um, the, Jeff has an interesting narration about, uh, Chewygon's performance in the first challenge. He says, <laughs> Chewygon showed that they weren't a bunch of old fogies by taking an early lead. <laughs> yeah. But then I mean, they proceeded to lose, like, three of the first four, four uh, immunity challenges. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I feel like in some ways they did show that they were old fogies, although they were doing a really good job that, you know, they... Yeah, well, the, I guess... the final six of this season were all old, old fogies. Yeah, so, it's okay to be an old fogey. You can still be. You can still win at Survivor. I guess is my point. Yeah, definitely can. <laughs> um, and so now uh, we see that Ted brought a shaving kit, which I also didn't know would be allowed as a luxury item. Right, the whole dang kit. Yeah, he doesn't have to choose his favorite item from <laughs> I it. Know. I mean, where does that where does that rule stop? Like, could uh, Clay have brought? Uh, a bag of clubs and some balls with it this is my golfing kit right 
Well, how about a, um, oh, I had it. So you've got your shaving kit and you've also got, well, you could bring like a fire, fire making kit. That's another <laughs> kit that you could bring. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what happened. People were bringing their kits. <laughs> Maybe that was this a luxury was, item. It was the season of the kit. Flint. <laughs> you, you had to bring your favorite kit. <laughs> I had a better one than fire making kit and I lost it while I was talking. You can, you can say it later and edit it in. Yeah. And it'll be nice and clean. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like shaving his head every uh, after every tribal. He this is interesting to me. This is like a vanity thing, I would assume. Like he's got like some some uh, some uncom you know, some uncomfortable male pattern baldness and he doesn't want everyone to see it. So he just shaves his head like all the time. Yeah. I feel like I don't really like walking outside of my house with oily hair. So I might pick something like that too, just like shampoo or something so I can, you know, wash my hair in the morning before anybody sees it and hopefully dry it off, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I don't blame him. <laughs> no, I think it. I think it's, I mean, if you're allowed to do that, yeah, definitely shaving would be a thing that I would definitely want to do if I were on Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we get into the Gandia photo shoot stuff. And this is, it's very fun if you kind of just ignore everything else that happened in uh, Gandia's survivor experience. But like, she's she's calling herself like the diva queen, not the Denver yeah. diva. Uh, and so she's like, I'm a diva. And she's he's like, uh, Ted's pretending to take photos of her. It's really fun. She says she's just a thick girl. She says look up diva in the dictionary it's gandia it's a lot of fun she, <laughs> she has a lot of fun with with herself and just like yeah. i don't know i I, lo I like her energy everyone's having a really good time with it too and 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 you can tell she really is like having a blast like with that whole bit yeah it's great it's a great bit and then we get into like but then the next morning they weren't so close anymore and it's yeah. it's like a like a tv drama yeah it it and it still makes me uncomfortable how it's just like like what i i was curious in this episode what jeff said about all this stuff like was he really uncomfortable like kind of just like really simplifying the whole situation and like oh but then it t things turned sour it's when... very dumbed down yeah yeah uh did you enjoy the reminder of the attack zone challenge what was the attack zone where challenge? they're all uh getting ejected for throwing people into the water outside oh, of the yes. attack zone yeah, we got the uh, the throat grab from Rob again. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love that scene so much. Just like Jeff saying, like Jeff didn't even call him out for the throat grab, but he just kind of threw a little shade. He's like, "You were not standing in the attack zone when you grabbed Clay's throat." Like, <laughs> yeah. like even he's like, "What the heck, man?" Yeah, Jeff does does really well uh, in that in that moment. It's really funny. Yeah. Um, and then we see Jed get voted out from um, from Sukjai. He's like, was there more I could have done? And I'm like, you could have done something. Like, you could have done anything. You didn't do I anything. I know. That was such a funny line. Like, yeah, anything, man. <laughs> Helped <laughs> with the so shelter. Funny. He didn't even, like, have, like, a sobering moment after he got voted off. He was still like, ah, I got I to gotta think back. <laughs> was there just one thing? Where Anything was the moment all? when it all went wrong? Yeah, and he he was probably like, no, no, it was just bad luck. Yeah, it uh, happens. The kit that I was trying to think of was a drum kit. 
<laughs> all the drums yeah every drum oh that the be whole good. kit yeah um and that has now been inserted into the beginning of the episode i'm sure nice. <laughs> um, we should also uh insert me laughing because if you came up with that in the moment i would have giggled at least <laughs> yeah and then i would have said that the drum kit guy should get together with brian mm-hmm. and have the worst dr- drunk ban of all <laughs> be a good band all time (laughs) yeah and then uh i liked what gandhi has said after getting voted out the one thing i could have done to stay longer when ted had apologized to me for his indiscretion i should have just accepted it and just gone with it even though at that point i just really despised him i was just gonna be gandhi no matter what even if I made mistakes in my choices, I still was like, I'm just gonna take the hit because that's who I am. And I'm not going to change the essence of Gandia because Gandia herself, she's an awesome, beautiful person. That's great. I like Gandia. That was a positive moment. Yeah. I like that she was like, yeah, I, in order to win, I needed to, to not be me and it just had to be me. Yeah, had to be Gandia. Um, let's get into Jake hating the canoe with a burning passion because it weighs approximately 2,321 pounds and he's like throwing stuff, he's kicking his hat and he's just like so upset he wants to burn the canoe. This is one of the angriest moments in Survivor. Like not, it's pretty rare that we get to see someone just full on rage. Yeah. He like does like a from the top rope wrestling move on the, <laughs> on the canoe. Yeah. He's so mad at it. Yeah, that's not smart when it weighs that much. Like, you're not going to win. Yeah, no. <laughs> At that point, logic was not going through his brain. Just pure rage. Yeah, pure rage. Um, let's talk about Rob's exit. He regrets his argument with Ken. He said it was like arguing with a cop over a speeding ticket. Right. And he's like, it's pointless. <laughs> stupid. Right. Yeah, you cannot, once you get into that conversation with a cop where you're, like, defending your actions and, like, being rude to them, like, you're not getting out of that ticket. No, and you're not. he was arguing with a cop, so mm-hmm. that, that makes it so much funnier. Yeah. And at the same time, in other conversations, dissing everybody from New York, every female from New York. So, yeah, just the females, though. Yeah. not I Male guess cops, not Ken. They're fine. Yeah. And then we're going to embarrass Shean about her uh, merge fake out. And she's going to, yeah. uh, we're also going to embarrass Aaron by listening to her be like, yeah, we love our merge. And Jeff, like, putting her in her place that they're not merged yet. I really merge. did like what um, Shean said after she got voted out. Did you also, like, catch what she said? Well, she made another She Devil reference. Yeah, she's like, the She Devil is here. And I'm gonna, I'm liberated. I stirred the pot. Uh, you know, they're they're gonna see what's gonna happen because Chewie Gun's gonna be mad that I got voted out. It's very fun. I she's a great character. It is really fun, uh, and I like that she's she has that humor about it. I feel like in actuality, probably her exit was not like some some crazy pot stirring or anything. It didn't end up. I mean, for her, she probably sees it like, hey. They all got picked off one by one after they yeah. voted me out, but that's what kind of what she wanted to do anyway. So, like, oh. I, I like if she flipped, like, would it have been that different? I don't know. So, that's um, a good point. Yeah, yeah. So she's she's out at this point, 
Xi'an's out, and then uh, let's just um, be really uncomfortable, and Clay is just staring at Aaron's butt, and the cameramen are also staring at Aaron's butt. Uh, it's a lot of, a lot of shots mm -hmm. of and that. he's like, hey, Brian, have you seen Aaron's butt? And it's like, these are like old men. <laughs> like, so weird. Yeah, it is so bizarre. Uh, and he, he even makes a comment like right to her. Yeah, he says like, yeah, and she's like, uh, I don't know. She she says, I'm sorry, it's in your face, and he's like, oh, it's it's fine, fine with me. Yeah, very so weird. weird. And then even Jan is like, I don't think this is offensive to anybody, and I'm like, well, maybe not in 2002 or whatever, but I feel like this now would be like Clay. Like, I don't know. It's uncomfortable watching back, is all I'll say. Yeah, it's so weird to see Jan just like basically celebrating it, like, oh, that's Clay. <laughs> that's just yeah. Clay. He's just a butt guy, you <laughs> yeah. know? That's his thing. Yeah. And then they got a tree mail at one point, and it was just, like, flippers and and snorkels. I don't remember that. That wasn't in the in the show. Oh. Um, but it, I think it was right before that challenge where they had to do the snorkel uh, thing. So I think they thought it was just, like, for fun, but then I think it ended up actually being to, oh. so that they could practice, like, snorkeling. <laughs> None of them did that. Not not many of them, at least. Maybe Brian. Yeah. yeah, but they weren't like bamboo. Like they were like actual snorkels. Right. Yeah, much easier to use. Um, and then like there's a quote from Penny where they the men are going fishing and she's like, "Yes, we can just sit here and talk about recipes." So maybe <laughs> she was the <laughs> person who was originating that conversation after all. Yeah, Helen. It's not Helen's fault. She knows so much about recipes. Right, if, Penny's if just people... trying to talk about it. Yeah, come on. And then uh, they talk about at the eighth tribal council. Sukjai is talking about that um, Chewigon. They realized that Chewigon was actually a most much closer tribe than Sukjai was. Right. And I'm kind of like torn on whether that's true or not. On, on whether they were actually closer. Yeah, because I don't know how close either one actually is. Yeah, I don't know. I, especially when it got to, like, the five and the four right. and the three. They seemed really but close. They really did. Yeah. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, I don't really know where that comes from exactly. I think the Chewy Guns, the only thing that they did was win the two challenges when it was ten people and nine people. And then it was five against three from from that point. Right. Forward. Yeah. So uh, then we have a beetle that completely scares uh, Jake and Brian overnight. That was very. Oh fun. my gosh! Do we have a confirmation of on the species? It of... looked like a beetle. Is it? Is it the? Is it maybe a water roach from? Uh, from one of the. From the challenge that's coming up in this episode, maybe maybe it was that uh, the water beetle or whatever. It was it. huge. The thing was huge. It looked like the there's like a bug in Bug's Life that kind of looked like that. It's like a giant oh. beetle. It looked like that. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure these night cameramen are like so used to like the most boring footage ever, so they're probably like cheering on this little guy. Like, <laughs> yes, 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 jump on his face, yes. Yeah. <laughs> It was very funny watching them freak out because they can't see yeah, anything because I mean, they don't have the camera night vision that we do. Yeah, but I feel like seeing it would almost make it worse. 
Yeah. Because you're probably telling yourself in that moment, like, oh, it's probably just like a smaller thing. Like maybe it sounds really big. Maybe it's but a no-no. Footage... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a no-no. The footage showed that, it... that thing's as big as someone's face. <laughs> yes. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. And then we're going to show people eating it potentially in the next episode. <laughs> um, yeah. And then there is a quote from Ken when he votes for Ted that I don't think was in the episodes. I didn't want to vote for you, but this Hyon tribe said that everybody should vote. We knew that yeah. was why they voted, but I thought it was interesting hearing from Ken. Yeah, he even, it, there's a lot of uncertainty there too. He's like, this is our best bet. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, sorry, Ted. <laughs> um, and then, we, the, uh, did you catch when they're saying, like, next time, like, there's six people left and we're back at our regular time? And I was like, well, if only our podcast could be back at our regular time at some point. <laughs> so, wait, what does that mean, back at the regular time? I think this episode was probably, like, on a different day or, like, a different like a different time of day or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, when we are back on a regular time, you can, you can make a similar announcement. <laughs> yeah. This episode, back at our regular time. Yeah. So that, that was it. I think... They only show, um, they show a few things from the episode that we're about to watch, but we can just skip right to that episode. Except we should probably briefly say that um, in the post credits, in the um, recap episode, Ted is teaching the Red Berets uh, how to golf, and that was really fun. Oh my gosh, I totally did not even <laughs> see that. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was great. And I think they, the one actually like gets a pretty good shot at the end Ooh. of the training session yeah that's impressive it's really hard to learn golf golf's really hard yeah if you're a one of our madison listeners you can try to learn to golf at hook and fade in downtown madison brandon you didn't tell me about this new sponsorship <laughs> yeah if you're not in madison you should visit here and visit hook and fade also and that's the end of our sponsorship <laughs> segment <laughs> And uh, with that, we'll talk about episode twelve, and this is this is the real the the meat of of this uh, this episode of Scott Survive Survivor. Because though it was a pretty predictable um, boot, especially because I accidentally spoiled it to Scott before he had watched the episode, yeah, uh, thinking that he already watched it. Um, I still think there's a lot of interesting stuff set up here potentially for like the remaining two episodes. Yeah, I mean, I. I it was it was already obvious to me who was getting booted off but yeah there was a com there was a pre-confirmation there's not many slip-ups on this show we run we'd run a tight ship okay but yeah. sometimes you know i don't i don't communicate as well as i should and then brandon, and i just jump to conclusions brandon gets a little loose-lipped yeah. you know and when those th two things line up I find out who the person getting voted well, off we, of the show is. We run a tight ship, but loose lips sink ships, and my loose <laughs> lips sank ours a little bit. It's a lesson learned for us all. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we get back to camp after uh, Penny's exit, and we're going to have Clay getting mad at Jake for his statement that he made about like right. you all said the people who work harder will get to stay and I feel like I would put my production up against anybody and Clay is not happy about this he's like I didn't like that statement worth ish 
and we know where number day three lays. And I'm like, I don't know what Clay is saying. I I think he's saying we know who's getting voted off next. <laughs> I think that's what he's saying, but I think so. It's, I don't know it's what definitely really number, weird. Number day three lays. I don't know where, where he's getting that. I think he. I think what he's trying to say is we know what lies for day three. Like three days from now. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. That's that's what I concluded also. But it's still <laughs> it's still funny that Clay it's, completely misspeaks. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, it's also funny that everyone else is like, "Why? Why are you mad, man?" Yeah. Because he's one hundred percent right, and it hurts a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Helen is especially like. Jake does more than Clay. Why do you think Clay got upset? People working know they're working. The people skating know they're skating. And Clay's skating. Mm, yeah. I think Clay just already doesn't like Jake. So hearing him say anything against him, even though it's not really directly against him and it's also 100% true, is like, sees it as a personal attack. Yeah. Yeah, he says, You slapped all five of us right square in the face. And Jake's like, I didn't slap anybody in the face. And Clay's like, yeah, you did. And I'm just like, this is such a dumb argument. Yeah, and everyone else is like, what do you, I don't agree with this at all. I don't feel like he attacked us. <laughs> yeah, Ted's like, you know, I didn't like Clay's reaction. It was childish. Uh, it's just words. Who gives a heck? I didn't have a problem with anything Jake said. Yeah, and Clay's Jake's, very. He even tells him, like, that was messed up, what you did. And yeah. Clay's like, I had to do it. Yeah, that was so weird to me that he was like so proud of it. He's like, I just had to do it, man. I had to do it. Like, it's like what? Ted, are you proud of me? It's just weird. Like, okay, you didn't you didn't like put the smackdown on him. Like there were no good burns no. in this. You just like confronted a man for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so let's wake up on day thirty one and get the hints that a visit from home is coming because Clay again is talking about missing home but they can start smelling home now because they're so close to the end of the game? Or is that because their family members are on the island somewhere re really close to them? Um, yes. One of those. <laughs> I mean, it seems like they they did a good job of misleading that, uh, that family members were going to be in this episode. To me, I had no idea oh, at okay. all. Yeah, I yeah. think they make it... Like, like they, whenever they talk about home, it's almost like, okay, something with home is going to happen. Whether the family members are there or not, I guess, is right. a, like, a question. And, uh, I mean, Jeff surprises them twice in this episode with uh, the family members. Right. I guess I just figured they already did the family member thing, so yeah. that yeah. wasn't going to happen again. Right. And then they got me twice. They got you twice. And Jake's been journaling about everything, and he's like making it a letter to his wife, and it's really, really sweet um, that he's been doing that. Um, hopefully, she doesn't watch the episode where he suggests that uh, sleeping with his two younger female tribe mates would be erotic. But I don't know. Yeah, and and and, and male Ken. tribe mates as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He's he's he might be in some some uh, in in the doghouse as they say, but like. But I don't even know what kind of house Clay's in after this episode <laughs> or after this season. After the after this season, yeah. And they're gonna get tree mail, and it, it has rice in it. So they're like, "We're gonna eat." We're so excited. They're running yeah. down the beach, and Jake's like, "These are people who can hardly walk, and they sprinted up here." And they're so <laughs> excited. They're like, "We're gonna eat." Um, and they read the tree mail, and it says that it's like feasting and nourishment and everything. But then at the end, it says. 
what an experience so at least give it a try and i was like okay that is like a hint when i watched oh. it again to record that quote i was like i think that is a subtle hint that they haven't tried what is gonna be the food in this oh, challenge you're so before. right man it it does seem more obvious in hindsight yeah but i didn't it didn't they, stick out to me at first yeah they hadn't i just forgot that they hadn't done the the eating challenge yeah. the inevitable eating challenge in this season yet yeah and it's this time it's going to be for a reward and it's post merge there's only six people left and we will talk about this reward challenge after yeah. this And we're back and we go to the reward challenge and the survivors are excited to potentially get to eat, but it's going to be another family visit. Jeff surprises them. He calls Helen's husband, Jim, and Helen's so excited. She like stands up and he's like, stay seated. You can't Sit get down. up. Sit down. Yeah. You, can't, yeah. you can't hug him. You can't, you can't kiss him or anything. You got to stay seated. Don't touch him. So this surprised you, him. Scott. Yeah, this really did surprise me because, uh, because of what, they all agreed upon that it was food related. Yeah. Like the reward was food related. Yeah. And they were sat on like the bleachers that they would sit upon for like another bidding challenge. So I, I really thought it was just gonna gonna be another bidding war. Another auction. Or yeah, another auction for for, for food. But mm-hmm. then people started showing up and I was like, What? Yeah. So we have Helen's husband Jim, we have Ted's brother Alwan. Um, we have Brian's wife, Cece, and uh, Clay seems more excited to see Cece than Brian does. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, thinking back, that is definitely true. Yeah. And then we have Jake's wife, Jenny, and Clay's wife, Linda. And then finally, Jan's son, Jeff, and she calls him the baby boy. Oh, So Jeff, sweet. It. It is so sweet, and Jeff just looks like such a sweetie. He he looks like he loves his mom so much. It's it's really endearing, especially comparing it to the last time we had like a mother son uh, <laughs> with Patrick. So very one way with Patrick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he and Jan even says like he found it. <laughs> like she thought he was gonna get lost. Yeah, I, she has that motherly instinct. Like oh no, like she saw everybody showing up, and she's like oh no. Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's his name? Is his name Jeff? Yeah. Yeah. Jeff didn't make it. I don't think he doesn't know jungles. Mm-hmm. Someone needs to go find him. <laughs> find Jeff. Yeah. And so the winner of this challenge gets to spend 24 hours with their loved one. Um, I really think when they do this reward that the winning pair should at least get like some food, like some regular, regular food. Um, right. I don't know. Cause I don't, I just don't think it's that enjoyable to live at the survivor camp i think it's probably really like it just is way harder than other places you could live yeah i mean jimmy was like the did the losers get two days out here or something like (laughs) that (laughs) and it turns out they actually didn't leave so maybe yeah yeah uh so they they are gonna um have to eat for the challenge and the losers by the way get nothing they can't even hug their loved one and right. they definitely won't get another chance to do it in two days. Yeah, this 
until then this seemed like so unnecessarily cruel like that he makes an extra point like you can't you can't kiss them you can't touch them you can't talk to them a lot of people talk to them anyway but Mm -hmm. you just say like it's like psychological warfare or something like yeah I think if they weren't gonna do the immunity challenge thing, this would be like completely awful. Like, yeah, yeah, like your wife is right there and you can't even hug her. Let him hug at least. Yeah. So he asks the survivors, like, "Hey, would you eat like some, you know, new, um, different foods that you've never eaten before? Would you eat bugs to see your family?" And they're like, "Yep, we all would." And he says, "I believe you guys." But that's not the question. The question yeah. is, would they? And oh. this is the second surprise of the episode. Yeah, but it's not the second surprise that the episode title was talking about. <laughs> no. no, it's not. There's so many surprises. They could have called this one a big surprise and another and another. <laughs> a big surprise, a smaller surprise, and then another big surprise. <laughs> right. You got, it keeps you on your toes, this Survivor Thailand. <laughs> so they, the family members are going to have to eat the bugs, and that's the challenge. And they're going to have several courses. Which one seemed the worst to you? Uh, I think the water roach. Yeah. That what, yeah, the water the roach. The thing that just, just exploded with juice. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, that's why it's called a water roach. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's horrifying. Yeah. I hate roaches anyway, but that is like the the fattest big big old boy of a roach that I've maybe ever seen. Did you think they were going to have to eat a live tarantula? I did. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, you guys are crazy." I this think that would have been worse than the water feed. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is ultimate fear factor right there. Yeah, it's I mean, it's getting more fear factor as as these uh challenges evolve right i i felt like this one especially was like a little bit disturbing just because these are all people that have not signed up to do this right they're they've well, are they must have signed people. up like they must have signed a waiver or something you think they did it, it seemed like everyone was like uh is this gonna hurt me maybe that's why they were scared though they signed a waiver and they're like why did i sign uh, a waiver yeah they probably um, just had to sign a general waiver like anything I do here like it's my like I'm choosing to do it like I'm choosing right. if I win I'm choosing to stay on the island like I'm choosing to go canoeing in the middle of the sea you know I guess they just seem more like normal people to me yes. not people that signed up for the show people right. that were probably approached yeah. and asked to be here and who's going to say no like hey you, you, do you want to come see your husband you do have to like maybe eat some stuff who's going to be like no so in that way it's like i don't know just like the it's like they're being coerced into eating this stuff just to see their loved ones for a little bit yeah uh makes for great tv a little bit disturbing to me yeah yeah pretty disturbing um let's get through the courses we have ants a spoonful of ants and uh cc at this point is like dancing while eating the ants and clay likes that but it will be the last time that cc enjoys her time uh in this challenge she does not have very much resolve as it were no but to be fair to her it is the one that you said looked the worst out of any oh yeah um so they all eat the ants and then with the water roach all they have to do is get it down uh jeff's very lenient with the rules in this 
challenge where they're like they don't even start timing you until like the very end um, it makes sense because I, I think he i think they probably suspected that some of these normal people were gonna just be like no yeah. no yeah i will not eat a spoonful of ants yeah and did you enjoy helen throughout this challenge uh making sure that jim keeps everything down yeah, I I feel like this is pretty normal in their relationship. Just the way Helen was talking to him, like, don't, don't you dare, no, stop, stop it. You look at me right now, you stop. Don't you dare spit out what I just made via this recipe. It's a good recipe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I found it to be kind of endearing because yeah, she's really like fun. being so harsh just so that she gets to like spend time with him. Yeah. Like you can't reel this now, and and I think he really was like giving it his absolute all here. He's actually the last one to finish the water roach, um, so it's it's lucky for him that this is one of the first courses, because uh, Cece's the only one that's out after the second round, and then the next round is only two people move on, and they have to eat three live grubs, and I bet these would be pretty simple actually. Like, I think because they're just like softer, yeah, it's easier to just like. Okay, chew it a couple times and then it's swallow. I don't yeah. like thinking about that, no. just like killing it yeah. while you're chewing it. It's yeah. disturbing. Yeah. And the two that move on are Jim and Jenny, who is um, Jake's wife. And so bye, Jeff, bye, Linda, and bye, Alwan. We'll see you guys at the immunity challenge. Pretty long goodbyes. They each get like their individual goodbyes. Yeah. And then Jeff brings out a live tarantula and it's like on his arm and he's like, see, it's harmless. Like nothing wrong with the tarantula. Uh, the one you're going to eat is boiled. Um, it's not, it's not alive. Yeah. And you'll have one minute. And if you finish it in a minute, then we move on to a tiebreaker. And Helen's just like, please, 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 yeah, please, 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 please. So Jim gets it, it down first. And so does Jenny. Yeah. Um, and it like, this just seemed harder because it was probably chewier like you actually do have to chew it before Terry. you swallow it yeah oh he gosh. said it's like a peach yeah it's just like a peach he was jeff really did seem uh encouraging in this and he he was he wasn't trying to like creep people out he was like trying to assure people like yes. it, it, no they're dead they're dead ants they're not gonna hurt you none of this stuff's gonna yeah, hurt you yeah, yeah uh and it made it seem so much more real that the these family members were so concerned about the food like oh i don't know about uh, you're not gonna make us eat that live are you and, and right. he's like no you it's been boiled to. yeah yeah and then he gets we get to the finale and this is going to be a time trial where the first person to finish get uh, gets the win and it's going to be a scorpion and this time he says they're lethal when they're alive but they're fine when they're dead yeah and uh so they've got scorpions and they're eating them and he's like Jeff's kind of yelling at them he's like you're taking way too long way too long like do yeah. it now or you guys are going to lose somebody's going to swallow soon and it's Jim he says like there it goes and he swallows it and he wins yeah so wait were they timed for the last one no Jeff is just telling them like the, the other, other person's gonna... about to do it like you gotta both go yeah so that was that was kind of maybe some manufactured uh intensity there because it's like who if they're both taking way too long maybe we're good here we can all agree to take our time with the scorpion <laughs> yeah maybe that's what they were doing um yeah so jim gets to come up and hug helen and then uh jenny 
I think throws it up once she realized that she loses and she like yeah, trips. She spits it out. She like trips on her way out. It's it, like they kind of cut away from it, but she's like tripping over something. Yeah, I noticed that too. I think probably because she was walking backwards. Yeah. She's being shooed off while walking backwards to say in a anything. jungle. Yeah, and you know, trying to wave to her husband. Yeah, and so they go back to camp with Jim. He gets to spend the day with them. He says, "There's no way I was going to lose." He's being shown around the camp by Helen and everybody else, and he's like, "They seem so proud of what they've built here. Like, it's all very like." It's not very nice, but they're so proud of it. And like, yeah, you know, Helen's very adaptable, so like he is proud of her. Yeah, he was surprised that Helen was doing as well as she was out there and she was fine with all this. Yeah. Yeah, it it was it was it almost it was like borderline mean the way he was yeah. like I'm surprised at how proud they are. Yeah. At this this measly cave yeah. that they're just sleeping on the ground in and they, they're They like, didn't even have to build a shelter at this camp yeah <laughs> but they are they're like hey, look at our look at our wall of of pee <laughs> and he's like cool it's great okay <laughs> yeah and clay asks him if helen ever talks recipes and he doesn't understand his accent at all uh <laughs> yeah but he, he says she does talk recipes and then they're like we got to give them the the honeymoon suite tonight like we got to give them their privacy and Jan is like, we were trying to listen to see if we could hear anything. What does that mean, Brandon? What were they trying to listen to? I don't it's want to so talk weird. about it. What the heck? I don't want to talk about it. Um, and then I feel like the second shot at our podcast, the first one was that uh, back at our reg- regular time. Right. And the second one was when Helen says, like, we had a very nice evening talking, 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 talking. And I was like, that is what we do on the podcast. Yeah. Every time Brandon and I get together for this podcast, it's like Jim and Helen in the honeymoon suite, you know? Is it? <laughs> is that, wait, is that why people are listening to us? Our listeners are just a bunch of jams. Oh, no. Just trying to listen in. Uh, we are recording this one virtually, so. Yes. <laughs> Don't get any ideas, people. <laughs> um. They wake up the next day and Helen and Jim are going canoeing and they're going to talk a lot of game strategy on this canoe trip. Helen has a lot of strategy talks on her canoe rides because she goes on all of them. Right. Yes, this is true. <laughs> this is uh, this is a scene that I wanted to see in the last season, but Patrick was like, I don't like this. I don't like it when you talk like this. Yeah. Stop it. And he was absolutely no help at all. Yeah. And and this one, Jim is like actually giving her really good game advice. I feel like yeah, yeah. He says like you know, um, she didn't come here to come in third. And he says, well, I think that you should take out the biggest threat, no matter whether you feel morally right about it or not. And in his mind, it sounds like Brian is the one that she's being too loyal to. And yeah. that she's saying like, I don't trust Clay, and so I want to vote Clay out. And he's like. And maybe Clay isn't the one that you want to vote out. Um, did yeah. you ag- do you agree with Jim? Oh yeah, so much. I think you anyone on this show beats Clay in a one v one at the end. Like no one's gonna vote for Clay over any of these people. Sure. Um, so I think Jim's giving her really sound advice. I think it's definitely a lot different. 
I was I was thinking about this while while watching this episode in particular because of how hesitant Helen was or is to think about betraying if you can even call that betraying uh Brian mm-hmm. like you're on the ground with these people you you really do get to know them as a person and and build a real friendship with them it it becomes way harder to play the game if you know against somebody that you do like when there's someone here's clay who she describes very negatively yeah very easy to vote him off off of uh the island compared to brian even from our perspective as viewers like we get to know these people but not in a sense in the same sense that they do like they're tv characters so we like them and don't like them in the same way that you might not like a character (laughs) in a tv show um, right, because that's and, kind of as much as they are to us, unless you've met them in person. Exactly, and I think for that reason, they're just a lot more expendable to us. Definitely for Jim, because he doesn't know them at all. He's Jim doesn't like, know; he just knows names. Yeah. Right, he's like Brian. They seem to like Brian a little better. You should probably get rid of him because right. he'll be harder at the end. Yeah, and Helen says that Brian will play fair and with integrity, and Clay won't. He'll cut everyone's throat here to get to the end. Um, and I feel like this is a misread. I do too. Yeah, I think both I, of them are are like w- willing to do that. Both both Clay, Clay and, and Brian. Brian. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. I think we see that in this episode. Brian's like so proud that he's playing both sides, and he's got everyone in his pocket. He even tells Cece at the immunity challenge later uh, that like he's got a big plan and he wants to win, and that like he's got a big plan and, and whatever they're gonna go to Fiji. So he's yeah. got he's got some some stuff going um and so he says but you know you're the one who's been out here so you're doing it right so far so i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna put he's not gonna push her too hard because like that's dumb he doesn't know he just got there um, that's really wise because if he did if she did follow his advice and it, it ended wrong. up failing that, how dumb would that look <laughs> for him like wow i just came in and you were doing everything perfectly and then i told you to do something that you didn't want to do yeah he does say he was surprised that she is not willing to cut Brian at this point. And Brian had told her, like, I'm taking you, like, with me, like, to the end. And so she's, like, you know, she's she's with him. So uh, she's you not going to turn, turn on him as of yet. Right. I think, is it possible that the episode title is related to Jim and his observations? Because... He just kept being surprised at everything. He was surprised at his wife. He was surprised at the meager uh, camp that uh, the survivors have. Yeah, I think I have the word surprise written like three times in my notes. Yeah, I had to write surprise a lot. I'm always surprised by that R in there, you know, when I get to it, I'm like, surprise. That's in there? Oh, okay. Surprise. Surprise. So Jim Jim has to leave, and that's really sad. Helen's sad, Jim's sad, but who was the saddest person when Jim had to leave? Definitely Jan. Yeah. Poor Jan. <laughs> it's hard on her to see to see loved ones that she doesn't really know that well um come apart. Loved ones of anybody. Just any loved yeah. one. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's go, let's get ready for the immunity challenge. Jake really needs immunity. He felt like he got really inspired by Jenny's visit, even though they couldn't talk, and he feels like he could run through a brick wall. Uh, but that's not the challenge. They don't have to run through a brick wall. They're putting brick walls together. Yeah, he got it all messed up. 
Oh no. Maybe uh his wife Jenny kept putting the like cube together and then he kept running through it and knocking it down. <laughs> He's like, "What? You're giving me this power. <laughs> what else am I supposed to do?" I looked at the stars and got this power from you. <laughs> So they have to build a cube with eight pieces, and uh, each of them is going to uh, have like a color that they have to get. And oh, surprise! Uh, how was it with Jim? It was great. None of them wanted to leave. Funny thing is, they didn't. And all the family members are back, and he says, "You can go hug him. Go hug him." And it's like, oh, right. very, very happy. Yeah, I was like, why is Jeff just making like conversation with these people right now? This is not tribal council. It's right. because he was trying to lead in. He was trying to segue. Yeah. You got to set up your segues. Yeah. They so where were these guys hiding in the forest that none of the survivors saw them because they came out it seemed uh like they had impeccable timing as they were running out of the the jungle there. Maybe like a giant green screen. <laughs> Brandon, green screens only work in post-processing. Oh, dang it. They they would have just seen the green. <laughs> dang it. <laughs> Maybe there's just always a green screen and that's the that's the trick of the editing. I don't know. I don't know. You're you're an editor, not me. <laughs> yeah. I don't use a green screen for the podcast though. <laughs> no. Not yet. Not yet. Once we're on uh, video, then maybe I'll start. I can be. We can have our podcast anywhere we want. Mm -hmm. We'll do like forecasts on the replays. Mm -hmm. Like when you play clips, we'll have our hand up and just like, yeah, we can see the look on Jeff's face. He is cringing very hard. At we'll need a call. telestrator also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> a teleprompter. No, a telestrator yeah. where we can do the uh, like drawings. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's called a telestrator. I think so. Yeah. If it's not, but, then I mean, that's what I, I mean, call probably it. Probably is. So. A teleprompter would be good too. We just like write the script beforehand and just. No, just you know, it's just a Survivor is an unscripted TV show. We must remain an unscripted podcast. <laughs> we would, you know, we would. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. That Except would... for the occasional joke that must be repeated during the podcast as it were during the episode. Sometimes that does happen. <laughs> yeah. So they're all going to have to compete the challenge in the challenge with their loved one. They're going to be tied together and they um, are going to have to build this cube. And I don't really have much, uh, many details here other than uh, Ted and Alwan initially leave a piece in the middle, but then once they find that piece, it makes it a lot easier to finish their cube. Uh, yeah. makes sense and they they win ted wins immunity right they they had a, a really powerful start for sure i could i kind of noticed that i was like dang they have like this energy about placing the pieces where they're just doing it and they're not like mm, let's think strategy they're yeah. just like going for it and i think that was a good strategy to go with yeah um this challenge is a lot like the the pyramid of bowling balls they had to build yes. in an earlier episode mm -hmm. yeah they had to build like the the uh triangular pyramid or whatever and this one they have to build a cube so it's very geometric right yeah uh i mean it was definitely cool to that i mean we'll get to this but just the fact that uh people got to spend time with their 
their loved ones for a way longer amount of time. And then I, I kind of got a sigh of relief where I was like, okay, they're not that evil. Mm-hmm. They were just hiding another surprise. Right. Another. Uh, and then, so Ted wins the lo- the other love or all the loved ones have to go and, and clay and clay wants to go too. He's like, I'm showing <laughs> her the door and they play like that music that uh, we talked about uh, last season with uh, when they were going through the, um, like the lost right. tribe members, and then this in season, like the final episode. This season, they also played it earlier, right? When like somebody won a challenge, they played this music. Right. Overusing it, guys. You're weakening the song. Right. You better have written a new one. Yeah. So let's go pre-tribal. Jake has an interesting quote when they get back from the challenge. He says, "If you could wipe the smile off my face today, I'd like to know what it would be." And Spoiler alert, it might be getting voted off. Yeah, he also has a lot of pretty self-aware stuff here where he's like, yeah, I know, I know, but it, it's okay. So it's okay, family is what matters, not not this game so much. Uh, they, they are kind of trying to put things in motion, Helen is at least, to try to get the um, wheels turning on Clay getting voted out. She even goes to Brian and she's like, you know, Clay, I don't trust him. I don't think his merit is worth being in the top two. And Brian's like, you know, I'll consider it. Um, <laughs> uh-oh. What do you, what, why uh-oh? I just feel like he he's not going to help Helen. He, like, explicitly, he's not going to, like, form this, like, team. Like, he's really just going to wait and do whatever makes the most sense for him. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Helen goes to him with this amount of trust. I just feel like she shouldn't have with Brian or anyone for that matter in Survivor. Do you think Helen had a better move here from your perspective, not having seen anything moving forward? I, I feel like just doing nothing would be fine. Doing nothing. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. I think she's in a really good spot right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, she knows she's not the next to go. Uh, she knows Clay's not going to be the next to go Yeah. at this point. She's just thinking, ahead and i don't think there's anything wrong with that maybe it's fine i feel like she got kind of like a burst of like confidence to to play the game after jim was there yeah talking to her husband and jim was just like kind of brutal with like yeah just get rid of this person what are you doing Mm -hmm. yeah and so you know he he'll he'll think about it um she says that uh clay does squat at camp uh, he's been on one water run in 30 whatever days. Right. And so she's just really, yeah, she's just really turned against Clay at this point. But Brian is going to think about things from the logical business sense. He <laughs> says, you know, got to be practical, got to be logical. Uh, it's a matter of who trusts who the most and who's got a little bit of control. Right now, I've got a little bit of both. And that's the last thing we hear before they go to tribal council. Yeah. Honestly, Brian is because of this in a really good spot he is i would say pretty successfully playing on two teams albeit small teams that fence. Uh, yeah <laughs> right uh that don't that don't know like mm-hmm. that he's doing it and they both kind of trust him i feel like he's on three teams right he's on like the clay team the ted too. team and the helen oh. team yeah lots of Just, teams no one's on Jan's team, though. Makes me worried for her. Oscar and Lucky are on Jan's team. That's right. 
and Jim. And Jim and Jeff. And Jeff. Yeah. And everyone that's been voted off, she's cried for. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Tribal. Let's get rid of these soup jays. Get them out. Get them out of there. Uh, Jeff talks about, uh, this is Jeff Probst, not uh, Jan's son, Jeff. Um, oh, okay. Got it. That's the fourth surprise. Yeah, I had Jeff written in my notes, and I wasn't sure yeah. if if Jeff Jan's son was going to be leading tribal <laughs> council or not. I mean, he who knows? He might have gotten lost and ended up there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he says, you know, most of these days have probably, or these last few days have probably been the most emotional. Clay says, maybe the most emotional days of my life with the family Whoa. member stuff. Yeah. All the butts, that <laughs> many butts on one island. Has he forgot that, about that's... Aaron that quickly <laughs> that he thinks that these last few days have been the most emotional? <laughs> we know better. We've seen we saw other the tape. days. We saw the tape. <laughs> Uh, he, he asks Helen how it was for Jim to experience this new family of sorts. She says it was the best medicine, uh, but I also loved today when we got to meet the other family members too. I don't want to say goodbye to anybody here. Clay is asked yeah. if this experience impacts the vote, and he's like, no, it was made up before I got here. Yeah. Uh, there's been tension in the camp, and it will be gone after tonight, but we'll, we'll still be friends forever. It's so weird. That's <laughs> so weird to talk about another person like as just calling them tension. There's been a little tension at the camp that won't be there after tonight. There's more of that in this tribal council because Brian is then going to go and said, you know, are you yeah. voting for who's leaving or who's staying? And he said, well, at this point in the game, we still do have a little bit of time. But uh, I think the person who uh, is probably not going to be here tonight uh, brought this upon himself uh, with certain actions and certain uh events that uh, could have been uh, prevented I think simple as that it's just about moving forward I don't even I have no idea what he's talking about he did not answer the question yeah but also what is he talking about he's basically like saying I'm voting Jake off but what did Jake do that could have been prevented I think he's just like I think he's just he's just saying whatever yeah i don't think just he, answering the question i think he's just trying to ramble long enough that he'll be done answering yeah gotta say something here yeah if jeff asks you a question you can't just stay silent yeah <laughs> um but jake is asked who he or like what he bases his vote on and he says i have no idea um they got upset with me for playing a game but that's okay yeah i love this uh kumbaya uh, this new kumbaya mentality. Not, I mean, maybe not new. I feel like Jake has been kind of this peaceful guy for his entire time on the show, but he still has it now. And even though that there's someone who he knows hates his guts, it's like, yeah, I like him. It's fine. It's all good. Yeah, he's like, I'm playing a game. Whatever. Yeah. And we don't even see like Jake's vote end up getting read. I don't think. No, we don't. Is it in the credits? I think it I is. I to look I, for it. Yeah, I, I forgot also. I just looked it up. He oh, no. voted for Jan. Oh, probably based on performance then. I guess so. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe he he just should have voted didn't Clay. want to vote for Clay. Maybe he just wanted to turn the other cheek. Yeah, maybe. Um, Clay, Clay likes the cheeks when they turn towards him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I set you up for that one. 
<laughs> it was good. And I unscripted. You. <laughs> Completely unscripted. Um, let's vote. Uh, Clay votes for Jake. No surprise there. He says, Jake, let bygones be bygones. Uh, we're too close to neighbors to be enemies. This because they live in the south. They're both from so. the south. Yeah. Oh. Okay. What What does that mean? Let bygones be bygones. You're voting for him. That's yeah. not letting bygones be bygones. He just wants to not be hated after the game. Oh, I think I think he'll be okay, at least from Jake. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he'll be okay from everyone. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not his wife. Yeah. <laughs> um, we don't see Brian's vote, but he says, positivity goes a long, long way, my friend. You need a little more positivity in your life. And he voted for Jake. What, what does that mean? He's the most positive person on this show. Yeah. What is he talking about? Everything that Brian has said at this tribal council, I, I'm just, I don't understand. What do you think about this? Maybe has Brian seen the scene of Jake punting his hat after he <laughs> sank the canoe? Yeah, he saw, the, he heard about the body slam on the canoe and he's like, just be more positive, okay? Sometimes <laughs> just the canoe boat. doesn't go the way. Yeah. <laughs> so let's read the votes. We don't even see uh jake's vote we just see jake underlined jake underlined jake double underlined and jake... they all underlined it no the last person didn't <laughs> oh well yes, i guess i, I right. don't know whose it was what like i don't know who underlined and who didn't i forgot to look at the credits what why did was that's, there a new rule it's apparently it's like a thing went... yeah maybe that's just how his name is spelled <laughs> yeah my name is spelled with strike through. <laughs> they accidentally hit control uh, control strike through before writing yeah, your so name on the birth certificate. Exactly. Yeah, legally I do have to <laughs> strike through my name on every document, which feels it's very nullifying. It is. They're like, oh no, he forgot to correct it. <laughs> he crossed yeah. it off. But yeah. So Jake is gone. Suk Jai is gone. It will never be the one again. Now it's just the zero. The zero. It'll never be the zero again. <laughs> I'm just glad this is the last time we can make a reference to to, to, to the number of people in Suk Jai. Yeah. Uh, so he waves to Clay, shakes everybody else's hand. Uh, Jeff says, you know, it's fascinating what went on the last few days. Still another easy vote right down tribal lines without so much as a hesitation. The game's about to get very, very complicated. Yeah, Jeff is just like, you guys are cold, man. You saw his family, yeah. and you still didn't hesitate. What's yeah. wrong with you? <laughs> I'm surprised. Mm -hmm. Another surprise. Oh, another one. Um, then let's get Jake's final words. He says, I'm almost 61. In fact, I'll be 61 here just real quick. So I was kind of looking forward to a little retirement income, but you know what? When one door shuts, another always opens. And I had such a grand experience here. I'll go back home to Texas, and I'll be back with my Jenny, and I'll be the happiest little guy in the world. Yeah, that would sound so much more wholesome if that window opening wasn't Jake robbing three banks later <laughs> that year. Oh, no. Yeah, I saw the article. Oh, uh, you weren't supposed <laughs> to see that. Uh, spoiled he again. He got his million. Yeah, he got he got it one way or in another. Tahoe. Yeah. Uh, let's look at the scenes from next time. Anything else to say about Jake? I guess. Uh, I mean, for the most part, I liked him. 
Your your new really winner good. pick is is gone. I forgot about that. He was yeah. your uh he was your like winner pick in the clubhouse. Yeah, the writing felt on the wall for him, which is maybe why it it's not that big of a deal to us. That that got spoiled for me, but also that um you know, I have to pick a new winner pick now. Yeah. Because it's like we got a new this was going to happen. It looked pretty pretty great for him. Yeah. I've never I don't know that I've ever had a survivor get so ruined for me off of one quote <laughs> i think it was just the one quote that he said where i was like oh wait what yeah what are you talking about i think there might so. have been another one that was like kind of like odd but yeah the yeah. one the one that was yeah the, the kicker for him was yeah the thing with the the four um so the next time we can look at those scenes and then we'll get your updated winner pick so yeah. it says the former chewy guns turn on each other obviously there's only <laughs> Only Chewy Gons can get voted out from now on. And then I think the, the castaways reflect on their new looks and they have, yeah, a, they have a mirror survivor getaway. Yeah. Which they told us nothing about, essentially. Yeah, but did you see that you saw the car though? Oh, did they show a car? They showed oh. a like a SUV. Oh, what's it gonna be this year? I don't know. We'll see. Whoa. Yeah. So let's get your winner pick. We have yeah. five people left. Two episodes. Yeah. So I feel like Brian, weirdly enough, has a really, really good chance of winning. I think he's in a great <laughs> spot. I think that's so weird to say that. But if he did get to the end with him and Clay, like it would not be Clay who won. Obviously, wouldn't be any. It would never be Clay who won. <laughs> right. But I want to pick someone who uh, I can root for so <laughs> i'm gonna go with helen okay I, I i think she is i think she is smart i think she plays the game smart i think she's not super smart to trust brian the way she does and uh yeah she she needs to get rid of him and not clay but uh yeah i hope she wins yeah. and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for her. All right, Helen. I thought you were gonna go with the Brian pick, and then it was gonna be like coming full full circle, where he was like <laughs> your original backup. Yeah. And then you were like, he's doing terribly and has no chance, and now he's my winner pick again. Uh, but yeah, Helen, solid pick. Were you surprised? <laughs> Another surprise. Here it is again. Yeah, like Helen a lot. She's uh, definitely my favorite person left in in the five, um, for yep. sure. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see these last two episodes and how they play out. And then we're, I mean, we're looking at almost being done with a handful of Survivor seasons. And, oh, man. Yeah. Can you hold five seasons in one hand? I can. I have, okay. Yeah. But if you don't have five fingers, then I'm sorry. That's probably offensive that I just said handful. Um, if, or if you're a frog. Or a frog. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any type of those things. have four fingers. I think that'll just about do it for this uh, this special, like almost double length episode where we talked about the recap and this episode 12. Next time we'll be back with covering episode 13, the episode before the finale, and we'll be down to four, and we're only down to the Chewy Gons as part Ooh, of Chewy, even though they're man. still called Chewy Jai. Right. So, Scott, anything else? Uh, you know, watch out for water roaches, everybody, as you go go about your week. They're juicy. They're juicy. <laughs> yeah. And we'll be back here next time. And until then, follow us on Twitter 
at yes. SS Survivor Pod and me on Instagram at BSWebs2. And until next time, take care. See ya. It's me, Scott, from Scott Survive Survivor. Uh, I just want to wish everyone a happy new year as we're going into the big 2023. I know Brandon and I are looking forward to recording lots more episodes together. Uh, maybe we'll get through even more seasons than we have in a year in 2023. I hope that next year is better than last year for everybody. Hey, it's Brandon. Just want to thank you all so much for your listenership in 2022. It's been a great year of Scott Survive Survivor, and we can't wait to bring you many more episodes, many more laughs, and uh, many more incorrect winter picks from Scott in 2023. Happy New Year, and take care. See ya.